I will focus on what I can automate because this will free valuable time for my staff and deliver value. For me, this is a key. to this episode of Open Up Digitals with Cyril Kaste from London. The way in which we work is changing rapidly because of the digital transformation of our workspace and the new technological possibilities. And because of Corona, all this change has rapidly accelerated. So how should companies deal with these new challenges? How can employees stay in touch and stay involved? And how can we do things differently or even better? Today, we're talking to Cyril Kaste, an accomplished digital expert and thought leader and ranked number one on UK's most influential independent digital transformation experts list. So live from London, Cyril Kaste, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, about this digital transformation, people talk about the future of work and about the changes in the way that we collaborate and communicate and do our stuff. Uh, until recently, this was about the digitization, of course. And now, certainly, Corona has had a large influence on that matter. What things do you think, see that have gotten, uh, gotten into gear through Corona? Um, well, f firstly, it's really not a new thing. You know, the first time digital business transformation term was coined was in 2007. Okay, and after it it turns into a digital transformation between 2010 and 2012. So it's really not a new thing. Okay, so if you really haven't done anything before and really uh, you waited coronavirus to strike off, to, to start, uh, uh, I think there are a few things really that came into gear, as you said. The first one is work has become visible. Okay, there is no more corridor warriors. There is no, oh, my, my, my day is packed with meeting and, I don't deliver work. This is a time where you kind of work from home when you have to exchange information with your team or your colleagues <clears throat> that must be measurable and visible. So this is a time of visible work. And uh, I think for quite a lot of leaders, it has been a revelation about, you know, what teams perform better than others because now they have a, 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 an agnostic view of the performance of that team, not about who they meet during the day, who they talk during the day. So work has become visible. It's also the end of what I call the bean counters, the CFO. As I say, uh, all the five years financial plan has been trash, basically, okay? Whatever company you work for, there is no five years financial plan. Okay, right now it's cash protection plan usually, reviewing uh, investment plan and now basically it's a time of people who deliver value and basically CFOs and their teams are going to review their roles really in uh, in the future of the companies um, and the notion of productivity uh, uh, also has been uh, uh, redefined you know this kind of big meetings with 20 people blah 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 doesn't exist anymore you need to work in an agile way you know without talking agile, but really like a small core team, we can focus on one main issue, deliver value and move on this way. So really the way we have, we have worked from home or 
with limited access to uh, to the office or to your suppliers, to your outsourcers, are really change the way, one, how we make the work visible, two, with who we interact during the day. Okay, yeah, that's clear. Now, like you said, Corona is changing that way. We're working now in a different way. It's more visible, etc. But what do you think will be permanent after that Corona has left us, hopefully soon? Uh, or is at least there is a, there is some kind of medicine or whatever. Uh, what what will be permanent? What will stay? So, <clears throat> I, I was looking at a uh, at a survey, for example, and it, it was a survey that since uh, Corona struck in in the London area, how many employees wanted to work from home or work from the office, and week after week, uh, there has been a growth in people work wanted to work from home or more from from home that's say three to four days a week uh, that's going to be permanent and it's going to have a profound impact about where people are going to uh, uh, apply for roles i say now if i'm in london i can apply for a role in edinburgh uh, if i'm in manchester i can apply for a role in london while even a few months ago very few companies would have taken the risk you know that so this has completely changed the uh, how our companies are going to recruit uh, uh, and even outside the, the own country. And we are going to see uh, um, not just this desire from companies, but also from employees, because it's also a much better uh, uh, life, work balance, uh, lifestyle. Um, what has changed? Uh, recruitment. I mean, like, except for your last interview, I don't expect you to, to go to the office and you know to have one interview, two weeks later, to have another round, two weeks later. I think uh, videos basically have proven to be a reliable uh, way to interview uh, people. I think it was mostly for uh, you know the future employers and companies to know how to work with interview to perform an interview, not the other way around. So I think this kind of crisis has basically moved the cursors four or five years uh, uh, forward. Um, and uh, also, in terms of business continuity plan, you know, mostly it was uh, middle and large companies who had this kind of business continuation plan. But what is the next disaster coming? You know, uh, so we had the financial crisis a bit more than 10 years ago. Now we have a, a, a healthcare crisis. What if, let's say in 10 years time, there is a massive outage of, there is no internet for a month. How do, how does the world survive without internet for a month? So, we are going to see these uh, new people in companies, you know, thinking about the worst because the worst can come and the worst will come. Uh, so uh, business continuity management role are, are going also to become uh, one of the next big thing in the next few years. Yeah, I, I hope we stay online <laughs> all the time, but indeed it's a good, yeah. good thing to think about. What if we go offline, if the internet becomes not uh, available to us. Now, you're a, a, an expert on this digital transformation, of course, and according to you, if you haven't started yet with this, this digital transformation journey, you're in big, big trouble. And uh, of course, many companies now had a very quickly start with it because of the corona. They had to move real fast. What can you advise the companies who are just starting with this digital transformation journey? And what should, what should be their main focus? Okay. so. I, I, I got a lot of comments from this quote that I made, which was a, 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 like a specific. Um, uh, um, it was really 
related to what I said earlier about this digital transformation topic is quite an old one, it's not a new one. Um, but basically, digital transformation is to help to better understand your customers and serve them better. So if you really have nothing right now, the way to start is to gather data, collect data about your customers. How do they buy your product? How do they use your product? How do, how do they ask you to serve uh, and use uh, customer service? Um, so that's basically to, to really serve better your, your customers. Do you have this data? You know, do you have this historical data for each account? Do you know what your customers have ordered? You know, uh, how often they interact with you? This will already give you a big picture. And after, so this is a kind of external view of digital transformation. And you have the internal view, which is basically how to operate better, you know, how to uh, have a better accounting services and finance, you know, we can focus on interesting things and not review your uh, travel expenses or this type of stuff, you know, so what can be automated, you know, so understand that efficiency is automating something efficient. So you need to already be good at what you do and then you automate. You can, after, you know, use machine learning, artificial intelligence, you know, to, to support you in this task. Uh, but really, uh, uh, you have these two things, gather data, analyze data, take actions. So if really you are nowhere, uh, nowhere uh, started uh, digital transformation, start by, you know, creating, uh, uh, using a CRM file, you know, be sure that at every step in your organization, you document your processes and you put some effective uh, 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 measurement in place to understand, you know, what can be improved, how to improve it. So this is really where to start. It doesn't need a massive investment, to be fair. It just needs commitment. Okay, so commitment and to get to know your your customer and, and collect the data uh, about them. But you were the one who said that um, a better customer engagement starts with a better employee engagement. So can you elaborate on that how can companies engage their employees especially now when they work from their homes okay so so credits pay credit pays where credits used so basically this is a quote from richard Branson. okay, okay. <laughs> i don't take credit i don't take credit for the quote i, I 100 percent agree with it i say you cannot serve your customer at 100 percent if you don't have your employees 100 percent on board what does it mean one uh, uh do they do it's all about the culture. So have they been uh, trained appropriately? Do they have the time to understand your customers' needs? Do they have the time to serve your customers? Do they have the tools in terms of, you know, hardware? You know, if I have to work from home, you know, do you have my second screen, my third screen, my uh, high-speed uh, connection? Uh, do you have the communication tool with my customers? So as a, you know, uh, CRM or whatever, you know, to uh, when I need to be in touch with a customer, I have all the information. So you have the kind of, you know, the tooling, which is relatively easy to set up. And after you have the culture, you know, what type of employer do you want to be? You know, how do you want to serve your customer? Do you want to be the company that goes, you know, the extra mile, you know? And I say it was a quote from Richard Branson and, you know, no disrespect for, uh, you know, uh, BA staff, but you, you know, the kind of Virgin Atlantic experience versus the BA, uh, British Airways experience. So where basically it was a bit more pleasant to travel on, Virgin uh, Atlantic. At least it was the image that was created. Um, so the culture is really what will help you to make your employees your advocate. And do you do business where companies where employees are 
happy to be there or not? You know, if employees are happy, you you will have happy customer. This is what it what it means. Okay, well that's clear. Do do you believe that all employees are happy working from their home? Don't we miss the 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 environment of the office? Yeah. So that that's a a, a really good question and very important one. Um, I think people will say, well happy to work from home are usually people who are you know living with partners or have children and you know because of the fantastic weather we had fantastic uh, for example in london <laughs> since corona hit it has been it has been great but if you live on your own you know in a flat with no outdoor space outdoor space and you haven't been able to meet your family your friends haven't been able to travel uh, uh, and basically being on your own most of the time for the past Five, six months this this must have been difficult and i think you know this kind of um work from home culture when employers we need to ensure that there is a, a mental health check and for for their employees and i know that some employers in the city for example have reopened uh, uh, some offices purely for employees that feel the need to to, to so get fine. out the house yeah, <laughs> uh, so so well-being is not just you know, life work balance, but also being sure that you can trust and measure this well-being and act when you detect that something is not right. Um, once again, we are all adjusting in this new strange uh, 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 working from home uh, lifestyle. So I think there will be more lessons learned earlier next year, you know, when we will have enough data and basically we will be able to take actions on uh, uh, evidence. Clear, thank you. Well, uh, it's obvious that we will be working more from the home, more remotely. Organizations are investing in all kinds of tools to do so and to allow us to share information with teams and clients and partners, etc. What technology do you think that we need at this moment uh, to share this knowledge? Uh, should we um, use tools like Zoom or Microsoft Teams or should we focus on collaboration and clouds and platforms? What are your thoughts on that? All these tools have been there for more than a decade. Okay, I've been using SharePoint. I think the first version was back very early in 2000s. Uh, Skype video calls, you know, it's like uh, mid 2000s. So basically it's like we, we had these tools and for whatever reason, it took a lot of time, you know, for adoptions in, uh, in companies and for, um, um, uh, uh, for the staff, you know, to, to get used to them, you know, the, I understand that the first version of SharePoints were quite awful to use. You know, it was quite complex. While well, right now it's quite much you don't realize that your documents are in the cloud. Okay, you don't really, it doesn't matter. Um, and also we have a generation coming down the workforce that have only used digital tools for, you know, storing things on the cloud extra is very natural. They, they used to store their there are uh, holiday photos on the cloud before, extra. So there's also a, 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 a generational shift, basically. That happens naturally and that was expected. In terms of tooling, so Zoom, etc., cetera, uh, cloud. Cloud is mostly not for storage, but for computing. You may remember that basically it was able to basically scale your, uh, your servers to, to, to be able to um, face some huge spike in a, a server consumption for, for imagine you know if you work nine to five you will have your servers nine to five 
and after the rest of the day, it's zero. So there was no point to pay for servers uh, during the night. Um, wh what is important, I think, right now, it's uh, automation and machine learning. That's to say, uh, and, and and Bill Gates said, you know, uh, if you automate an uh, inefficient process, you will only magnif magnify uh, the inefficiency of the process. So that's why when I say automation, it's not all go on by uh, rush to buy uh, automation tool or whatever. No, no, it's really to understand how your company operate. So um, what are the KPIs? What are the processes? Is it an internal KPI? Do you serve yourself or do you serve your customer? If you don't serve your customer, it's, it doesn't worth uh, do something with that. Uh, and use your data basically to better understand how to be more efficient. So for me, machine learning, artificial intelligence, and if you're in manufacturing, uh, uh, internet of things, you know, industrial internet of things, uh, in a bit longer term, everything that the 5G will bring uh, uh, via the smart cities, uh, these are really the key topic for the next five years. But if right now, if I am, let's say, a middle-sized company, I will focus on what I can automate because this will free valuable time for my staff and deliver value. For me, this is a key. Well, that's a very good advice that you're giving there and you're swooping away my last question more or less because that's what advice uh, could you give uh, in which step they should take first? You already said something about it, but could you add on okay. that? So just to continue, thank you. I'm going just to continue on my last answer. And uh, I think September, it's a time to step back. It has been, you know, everything we've done since March, uh, you know, moving uh, emergency mode in companies, you know, cutting investment, you know, et cetera. Okay, step back, let's reconnect. What has really changed? Is our market still there? Are our customers still there? Uh, do we need to uh, deliver, produce uh, product and services differently because our customer needs have changed? How do we support to staff? You know, is 80% of the staff okay to continue working this way? And what are the changes that we need to uh, perform so for the 20% that really, you know, for, for which it doesn't work for whatever reason? Um, so it's, is your market still there? And that's a big question. <laughs> are your customers there and happy? Are, are they using your product and services differently? And once again, having the data is critical. Uh, and based after that to say how you make your staff basically supporting your customers. So this is really, I think, September, you know, uh, kids are back to school. Uh, it has been a strange break. Everybody will have thought about it and it's time for reflection. And like this for Q4, basically it will be to put in action and uh, uh, implement the changes that you and your staff are going to, to notice. It's not something that's going to come, you know, from. Uh, from the think tank or for a, a large strategic consulting because you know they can see the trends at you know, the macro level and right now you need to act micro level micro level micro level yeah. uh, so only you will know what is right for you yeah. so um so that's it so that's but step back so take time in september to stand back and, and contemplate on on everything that happened well, thank you very much you. for your great advice. It was really a pleasure listening to you and uh, you. hope to speak to you sometime in the future. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye.